0: Great Detectives of Old Time Radio and our final listener support special. I want to thank everyone who's become a new Patreon supporter at patreon.greatdetectives.net and everyone that's given on a one-time basis at support.greatdetectives.net For our final listener support special, I want to bring you uh, probably the second most famous radio play of all time. Of course, the first radio is Orson Welles's uh, War of the Worlds. However, a close second has to be Sorry, Wrong Number, starring Agnes Moorhead in the title role. Suspense did this uh, script several times, eight times in total, The first in 1943, and the last in 1960. It was also made into a motion picture. We're going to present to you a second version of Sorry Wrong Number, rather than the first. And I'll tell you a little bit about why we're doing that. After the program. But now, in gratitude for all of your support, uh, here now is today's episode of Suspense from August 21st, 1943. Sorry, wrong number.
1: Suspense. This is the Man in Black, here to introduce Columbia's program, Suspense. Tonight as we premiere our new Saturday evening series on the air... Miss Agnes Moorhead returns to our stage to appear in the study in terror by Lucille Fletcher called, Sorry, Wrong Number. This story of a woman who accidentally overheard a conversation with death, and who strove frantically to prevent murder from claiming an innocent victim, is being repeated by popular request as tonight's tale of suspense. If you've been with us before, you will know that suspense is compounded of mystery and suspicion and dangerous adventure. In this series are tales calculated to intrigue you, to stir your nerves, to offer you a precarious situation, and then withhold the solution until the last possible moment. And so it is with the story Sorry, Wrong Number, and the performance of Miss Agnes Moorhead. We again hope to keep you in... Suspense.
2: Operator, I've been dialing Murray Hill 70093 now for the last three quarters of an hour, and the line is always busy. I don't see how it could be busy that long. Will you try it for me, please?
3: I'll be glad to try that number for you. One moment, please.
2: I don't see how it could be busy all this time. It's my husband's office. He's working late tonight, and I'm all alone here in the house. My health is very poor, and I've been feeling so nervous all day.
3: Ringing Murray Hill 70093.
4: (sighs) hello
2: hello hello is is mr stevenson there
5: hello 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 george yes sir this is george hello
2: who's this what number am
6: i calling please
5: i'm here with our client oh god is everything okay is the coast clear for tonight yes george he says the
6: coast is clear for
5: tonight okay okay where are you now in a phone boat don't worry everything's okay very well you know the address yeah yeah i know at 11 o'clock the private patrolman goes around to the bar on second avenue for a beer
6: that's right at 11 o'clock
5: i will make sure that all the lights downstairs are out there
6: should be only one light visible from the street
5: yeah yeah i know at eleven fifteen, a train crosses the bridge Make the noise in case her window is open, and she should scream.
2: Oh, hello! What number is this, please?
5: Okay, I understand. I tell you, that's eleven fifteen. The train. Yeah. Do you remember everything else, George? Yeah. Yeah. I make it quick, as little blood as possible, because our oh, client does not wish to make her suffer long. That's <laughs> right. You'll use a knife? Yes, yeah, so a knife will be okay. And afterwards, I removed the rings and the bracelets and the jewelry in the bureau drawer, because our client wishes it to look like simple robbery. Don't worry, everything's okay. I never. Ma- oh,
2: oh! How awful! How unspeakably awful! Oh.
3: Operator, I've just been cut off. Sorry, what number were you calling?
2: Why, it was supposed to be Murray Hill 70093, but it wasn't. Some wires must have got crossed I was cut into a wrong number, and I've just heard the most dreadful thing, something about a, a murder. And, Operator, you simply have to retrace that call at once. I beg your pardon. May I help you? Oh, I know it was a wrong number, and I had no business listening, but these two men, they were cold-blooded fiends. They were going to murder somebody, some poor innocent woman who was all alone in a house near a bridge, and we've got to stop them. We've got to. Uh, what number were you calling, Well, please? that doesn't matter. This was the wrong number, and you dialed it for me, and we've got to find out what it was immediately.
3: What number did you call?
2: Oh, why are you so stupid? Wh- what time is it? Uh, do you mean to tell me you can't find out what that number was just now?
3: I'll connect you with the chief officer. Oh, I think
2: it's perfectly shameful Now, look, look, it was obviously a case of some little slip of the finger I, I told you to try Murray Hill 70093 for me You dialed it, but your finger must have slipped And I was connected with some other number And I could hear them, but they couldn't hear me Now, I, I simply failed to see why you couldn't make that same mistake again on purpose Why you couldn't try to dial Murray Hill 70093 in the same sort of careless way Murray Hill 70093
3: Yes yeah. I'll try to get it for you Oh, thank you I am sorry, Murray Hill seven oh oh nine three is busy.
2: I will call you in twenty. Operator, minutes. operator, operator, operator. Your call, please. You didn't try to get that wrong number at all. I asked you explicitly, and all you did was dial correctly. I'm sorry. What number are you calling? Well, can't you for once forget what number I'm calling and do something for me? Now, I want to trace that call. It's my civic duty, and it's your civic duty to trace that call and apprehend those dangerous killers. And if you won't... I will connect you with the chief operator. Please. Oh. Oh dear. Chief Operator. Oh, uh, Chief Operator, I want you to trace a call, a telephone call immediately. I don't know where it came from or who was making it, but it's absolutely necessary that it be tracked down because it was about a murder that someone's planning a terrible, cold-blooded murder of a poor, innocent woman tonight at 11.15. I see. Well, can you trace it for me? Can you track down those men? I'm not certain. It depends. Well, oh, depends on what?
3: It depends on whether the call is still going on. If it's a live call, we can trace it on the equipment. If it's been disconnected, we can't. Disconnect? If the parties have stopped talking to
2: each other. Oh, but of course they must have stopped talking to each other by now. That was at least five minutes ago, and they didn't sound like the type who would make a long call.
3: Well, I can try tracing it. May I have your name,
2: please? Mrs. Stevenson. Mrs. Albert Stevenson. But listen... And your telephone number, please. Plaza 42295. But if you go on wasting all this time... Why
3: do you want this call traced, please?
2: What? I don't, well, no reason. I I mean, I merely felt very strongly that something ought to be done about it. These men sounded like killers. They're dangerous. They're going to murder this woman at eleven fifteen tonight. I thought the police ought to know.
3: Have you reported this to the police? Well,
2: no, not yet. You
3: want this call check purely as a private individual? Yes, yes. But meanwhile, I did... I'm sorry, Mrs. Stevenson, but I'm afraid we couldn't make this check for you and trace the call just in your say so as a private individual. We'd have to have something more efficient. Oh,
2: for heaven's sake. You mean to tell me I can't report that there's going to be a murder without getting tied up in all this red tape? Why, it's perfectly idiotic. Well, all right, I'll call the police.
3: Thank you. I'm sure that would be the best way to... do it. Oh, it's
2: ridiculous. It's perfectly ridiculous. I can't see why you have to go
4: to all this trouble. Oh...
3: your call please the police
2: department get me the police department please thank you oh dear do you have to dial can't you ring them direct
3: ringing the
2: police
4: department it's rent.
6: Police station,
2: precinct 43, Sergeant Martin speaking. Police department, uh, uh, this is Mrs. Stevenson, Mrs. Albert Smythe Stevenson of 53 North Sutton Place. I'm calling up to report a murder. I mean, the murder hasn't been committed yet, but I just overheard plans for it over the telephone. Over a wrong number that the operator gave me. I've been trying to trace down the call myself, but everybody is so stupid. And I guess in the end, you're the only people who can do anything.
5: Yes, ma'am. It
2: was a perfectly definite murder. I heard their plans distinctly. Uh, Two men were talking, and they were going to murder some woman at 11.15 tonight. She lived in a house near a bridge. Are you listening to me?
6: Huh? Uh, yes, ma'am. Uh,
2: yeah. And there was a private patrolman on the street. He was going to go around for a beer on 2nd Avenue. And there was some third man, a client, who was paying to have this poor woman murdered. They were going to take her rings and bracelets and and, and use a knife. Well, it, it, it unnerved me dreadfully. And I'm not well, and I'm just so nervous.
6: When was all this, ma'am?
2: About eight minutes ago. Oh, then, then you can do something. You do understand. What
6: is your name, ma'am? Uh, Mrs.
2: Stevenson, Mrs. Elbert Stevenson.
6: And your address?
2: 53 North Sutton Place, 53 North Sutton Place. That's near a bridge, the Queensborough Bridge, you know, and, and, and we have a private patrolman on our street. And second. And after,
6: what was the number you were calling?
2: Murray Hill 70093. But that wasn't the number I overheard. I mean, Murray Hill 7093 is my husband's office. He's working late tonight, and I was trying to reach him to ask him to come home. I'm an invalid, you know, and it's the maiden night off, and I hate to be alone, even though he says I'm perfectly safe, as long as I have the telephone right beside my bed. Well,
6: we'll look into it, Mrs. Stevenson, and here we can check it with the telephone. But now. the
2: telephone company said they couldn't check the call if the parties had stopped talking. I've already taken care of that.
5: Oh, you have?
2: Yes, and personally, I feel you ought to do something far more immediate and drastic than just check the call. What good is checking the call do if they stopped talking? By the time you tracked it down, they'll already have committed the murder.
6: Well, we'll take care of it, don't you worry. Well,
2: I'd say the whole thing calls for a search, a complete and thorough search of the whole city. How I'm very near the bridge, and I'm not far from 2nd Avenue. And I know I'd feel a whole lot better if you sent her a radio car to this neighborhood at once.
6: And what makes you think the murder's going to be committed in your neighborhood, ma'am?
2: Well, I, oh, I don't know. Only the coincidence is so horrible. 2nd Avenue, with the patrolman, the bridge.
6: 2nd Avenue is a very long street, ma'am. And you know how many bridges there are in the city of New York alone. Yes, I, I know that. Not to mention Brooklyn, Staten Island, Queens, and the Bronx. I know
4: that.
6: How do you know there isn't some little house on Staten Island, on some little 2nd Avenue you've never even heard about? Well, how do you know they're even talking about New York at all? But I
2: heard the call on the New York dialing system.
6: Maybe it was a long-distance call you overheard. Oh, there. don't. Telephones are funny things. Look, lady, why don't you look at it this way? Supposing you hadn't broken in on that telephone call, supposing you'd got your husband the way you always do, you wouldn't be so upset, would you?
2: Well, no, I suppose not, only it sounded so inhuman, so cold-blooded. A
6: lot of murders are plotted in this city every day, ma'am. We manage to prevent almost all of them. Well... But a clue of this kind is so vague. Isn't much more use to us than no clue at all. But
2: surely you...
6: Unless, of course, you have some reason for thinking this call was phony and... That someone may be planning to murder you.
2: Me? Oh, oh no. no I hardly think so. I, I mean, why should anybody? I'm alone all day and night. I see nobody except my maid, Eloise. And she's a big girl. She weighs 200 pounds. She's too lazy to bring up my breakfast tray. And the only other person is my husband, Albert. He's crazy about me. He just adores me. He weighs on me hand and foot. He scarcely left my side since I took sick well 12 years ago. Well, then
6: there's nothing for you to worry about. Now, if you'll just leave the rest of this to us, we'll take care but of it. But
2: what will you do? It's so late. It's nearly eleven now.
6: We'll take care of it. Well, lady. will you
2: broadcast it all over the city and send out squads and warn your radio cards to watch out, especially in suspicious neighborhoods like mine? Lady,
6: I said we'd take care of it. Well, just now I've got a couple of other matters here on my desk that require immediate attention. Good night, ma'am, and thanks. You.
4: Oh, you, you Idiot.
2: Oh, now why did I hang up the phone like that? He'll think I am a fool.
4: Oh, why doesn't Albert come home? Why doesn't he? Why doesn't he? Oh. Oh. I'm so nervous. <gasps> Please. Operator, for heaven's sake, will you ring that Murray
2: Hill 7093 number again? I can't think what's keeping him so long. I will try it for well, you. Well, try, try. I don't
4: see why you're
3: doing it. <laughs> oh. I'm sorry. Oh. Murray Hill 70093 is busy. I will call I can you hear it. You don't have to tell me. I know
2: it's busy.
4: Oh. If I could only get on this bed for a little while. If I could get a breath of fresh air or just lean out of the window and see the street. <laughs> hello, Albert? Hello? 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 Oh, what's the matter with this phone? Hello, hello. Hello? Hello Oh, for heaven's sake, who is this? Hello? Oh, hello. Oh, I'm trying to
2: I don't know what's the matter with this telephone tonight, but it's positively driving me crazy. I've never seen such inefficient, miserable service. Now, now, look. I'm an invalid, and I'm very nervous, and I'm not supposed to be annoyed. But if this keeps on much longer... That seems to be trouble, please. Well, everything's wrong. I haven't had one bit of satisfaction out of one call I've made this evening. The whole world could be murdered for all you people care. And now my phone keeps ringing and ringing and ringing and ringing every five seconds. or so. And when I pick it up, there's no one there.
3: I'm sorry. If you will hang up, I will test it for you.
2: I don't want you to test it for me. I want you to put that call through, whatever it is, at once.
3: I'm afraid I cannot do you that. You
2: can't. And why? Why, may I ask?
3: The dial system is automatic. Oh. If someone is trying to dial your number, there is no way to check it without the call is coming through the system or not, unless the person who is trying to reach you complains to a particular operator. Well, i all
2: the stupid. And meanwhile, I've got to sit here in my bed suffering every time that phone rings, imagining everything.
3: I will try to check the trouble for you. Well, check it, check it. That's all anybody can
2: do. Oh, what's the use of talking to you? You're so stupid. Oh, I fix her all the internet. How dare she speak to me like that? How dare she? Call the operator.
4: Oh. oh, I'm a cheap one. Oh. Hm. What's that?
2: Your call, please. Young woman, I don't know your name, but there are ways of finding you out, and I'm going to report you to your superiors for the most unpardonable rudeness and insolence that's ever been my privilege. Give me the business office at once. You may dial
3: that number direct. Dial it direct? I'll
2: do no such thing. I don't even know the number.
3: The number is in the directory, or you may secure it by dialing information. Listen here,
2: you...
4: Oh, what's the use? Oh, dear.
2: Oh, for heaven's sake, I'm going out of my mind, out of my... Hello? Hello? Stop ringing me, do you here. Answer me! Who is this? You realize you're driving me crazy? Who is calling me? What are you doing it for? Now stop it! Stop it! Stop it! Hello? Hello?
4: If you don't stop ringing me, I'm gonna call the police. You hear? The police! <laughs> oh, if Albert, would only come on! Oh, let it ring. Let it go on ringing. It's a trick of some kind. I won't answer. I won't. I won't. I won't even if it goes on ringing all night. Oh, you ring. Go ahead, ring. ring. Oh. Now, now, what's the matter? Why do they stop ringing all of this stuff? Oh, what time is it? Where did I put that clock? Oh, here it is,
2: 5 to 11. Oh, they decided something. They're sure I'm home. They heard my voice answer them just now. That's why they've been ringing me, why no one has answered me
4: i calling the operator again. Oh, oh, where is she? Why doesn't she answer? Why doesn't she answer? Oh, please. Your
2: call, please. Where were you just now? Why didn't you answer at once? Give me the police department. Huh? Oh.
3: Sorry,
2: the line is busy. I will call Busy, but that's impossible. The police department can't be busy. There must be other lines available. The
3: line is busy. I will try to get them for you later. No, no,
2: I've got to speak to them now or it may be too late. I've got to talk to someone. What
3: number do you wish to speak to?
2: I don't know, but there must be someone to protect people besides the police department. A, a, A detective agency. You will find agencies listed in the classified
3: directory. But I don't have a
2: classified... I mean, I'm I'm too nervous to look it up, and I I don't know
3: how to use it. I'll connect you with information. Perhaps she will be able to help
2: you. No, no. Oh, you're being spiteful, aren't you? You don't care, do you? What happens to me? I could die, and you wouldn't care.
4: (laughs) Oh, stop it, stop it, stop it. I can't stand anymore. Hello, what do you want? Stop ringing, will you? Stop it. Hello, is this Plaza 42295?
2: Yes, yes, I'm... I'm sorry, this... Mrs. Plazaport, 2295. Mrs.
6: Western Union, I have a telegram oh. here for Mrs. Albert Stevenson. Is there anyone there to receive the message?
4: I'm... I'm Mrs. Stevenson. The telegram is
6: as follows. Mrs. Albert Stevenson, 53 North Sutton Place, New York, New York. Darling, terribly sorry. Tried to get you for last hour, but lying busy. Leaving for Boston, 11 p.m. tonight on urgent business. Back tomorrow afternoon, keep happy love sign, Albert.
4: Oh, no. Do you
6: wish us to deliver a copy of the message? Yes. <laughs>
4: No, no, thank you.
6: Thank you, madam. Good night.
4: Good night. Oh, no. No, I, I don't believe it. He couldn't do it. He couldn't do it. he knows I'll be all home. It's some trick. Some finished trick. Oh, oh it's some trick. Your call, please.
2: Operator, try that Murray Hill 7093 number for me, just once
4: more, please.
3: You may dial that number direct.
4: Oh. You. Oh. Oh. Nine. Three. Oh. Oh. oh he's gone. He's gone. Oh, Albert, how could you? How could you? How could you? I I can't be alone tonight. I can't. If I'm alone one more second I'll go mad. I don't care what he says or what the expense is. I'm a sick woman. I,
2: I was so Oh my Information. May I help you? Hi. I want the telephone number of Hensley Hospital. Hensley
3: Hospital? Do you have the street address?
2: No, no. It's somewhere in the 70s. It's a very small private and exclusive hospital where I had my appendix out 2 years ago. Hensley. H E N. One moment. Please. Please hurry, and please. What is the time?
3: You may find out the time by dialing Meridian seven one two one.
2: Oh, for heaven's sake! I've no time to be dialing.
3: The number of Henshley Hospital
4: is Butterfield seven o one o five. Butterfield seven o one o five. You seven o one o five. Oh no. Oh. 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 Richley Good evening. The nurse's
2: registry? Oh, Who was it you wish to speak to? I want the nurse's registry at once. I want a trained nurse. I want to hire her immediately for the night. I
3: see. And what is the nature of the case, madam? Nerves.
2: I'm very nervous. I, I need soothing and companionship. You see, my husband is away, and I'm...
3: Have you been recommended to us by any doctor in particular, madam? No,
2: but I really don't see why all this catechizing is necessary. I just want a trained nurse. I was a patient in your hospital two years ago, and after all, I do expect to pay this person for attending me. We quite understand that, madam.
3: But these are war times, you know. Well, I... Registered nurses are very scarce just now, and our superintendent has asked us to send people out only on cases where the physician in charge feels that it is absolutely necessary. Well, it
2: is absolutely necessary. I'm a sick woman. I'm, I'm very upset, very. I'm alone in this house, and I'm an invalid, and tonight I overheard a telephone conversation that upset me dreadfully. In fact, if someone doesn't come at once, I'm afraid I'll go out of my mind. I see. Well... <laughs> I'll
3: speak to Miss Phillips as soon as she comes in.
2: Miss And what
3: is your name? Miss Phillips? And when do you expect
2: her in? Well, I really couldn't say.
3: She went out to supper at eleven o'clock. Eleven o'clock?
2: But it's not eleven, yes. Oh oh my clock has stopped. I thought it was running now. What time is it? Uh, just it's fifteen minutes past eleven. What, what? was that?
4: What was what madam?
2: that? That that click just now in my own telephone as though someone had lifted the receiver off the hook of the extension telephone downstairs.
4: Well, I didn't hear it, madam.
2: Now about But me. I did. There's someone in this house, someone downstairs in the kitchen, and they're they're listening to me now.
4: There,
2: I won't pick it out. I I won't let them hear me.
4: I'll be quiet,
2: and they'll see. Oh, but if I don't call someone now, while they're still down there, there'll be no time. Operator, I'm in desperate trouble. I I I'm
3: sorry. I cannot hear you. Please speak louder. I don't dare.
2: I there's someone listening.
4: Can you hear me now? I'm sorry. But you've got to hear me. Oh, please, you've got to help me. There's someone in this house. Someone who's gonna murder me. And you've got to get in touch with. Me. Oh, there it is. There it is. Did you hear it? He's put it down. He's put down the
2: extension phone.
4: He's coming up. He's coming up the stairs. Give me the police department. The police department. The police department. Give it to me. One
3: moment, please. I will connect I you. I can.
4: I can hear him. I can hear her. Oh, I hear him. I hear it. Hurry! Hurry! Oh, I don't hear here.
6: Martin speaking. Police department, Sergeant Martin speaking. Police department, Sergeant Martin speaking.
5: Police department, Sergeant Martin speaking.
1: Police department? Oh, I'm sorry. I must have got the wrong number.
5: Don't worry. Everything's OK.
1: Sorry, Wrong Number, starring Agnes Moorhead. Tonight's tale of... Suspense. half hour, in Suspense with us again next Saturday, when we'll have another starring Hollywood cast, headed by Miss Dolores Costello, with Martin Koslick, Ian Wolf, and George Zuko. The producer of these broadcasts is William Spear, who with Ted Bliss, the director, Lud Gluskin, the musical director, and Lucille Fletcher, the author, collaborated on tonight's Suspense.
7: the entire country is waiting in suspense for the answer to this important question. Will the United States Cadet Nurse Corps reach its goal of enrolling 65,000 student nurses before the end of 1943? For if it doesn't, this country faces the prospect of needless suffering and loss of life at a time when our full health and energy are needed to win the war. What are you girls from 17 or 18 to 35 going to do about it? If you're a high school graduate in good health, you're eligible for a scholarship which will pay you all your expenses while you're learning to be of service to your fellow man. Not only will you receive a personal spending allowance of $15 a month for the first nine months in training, $20 a month for the following 21 months, and then $30 a month until graduation, but you will, in addition to this personal allowance, receive allowances for room, board, health and laboratory fees, books, and other incidental expenses. This is your chance to do something for yourself while you're doing something big for your country. You're needed now. So write immediately to the U.S. Cadet Nurses Corps, Box 88 New York, or to any nursing school of your choice, and they will furnish you with all the essential information. You are needed now. So act now. This is...
0: Hi, this is Andrew from otrwesterns.com. I wanted to invite you to come take a look at our site, We stream live OTR Westerns 24 hours a day, seven days a week, along with putting out podcasts of old-time radio Westerns. Check us out at otrwesterns.com. You're listening to The Great Detectives of Old-Time Radio with Adam Graham. Now let's get back into the show. Welcome back. Well, a very stunning play without uh, much of the music, which was so often effective on suspense, with sound effects really being uh, powerful. There were probably shows later on that would use more sound effects and perhaps higher quality, but this really uses them to their maximum efficiency to build the dramatic tension. And uh, the characterization's great, too. Uh, This is... A superb script that really does keep you in suspense right as the uh, moment, the great uh, and terrible conclusion of the play comes to uh, fruition. Now, I mentioned that we're bringing you the second uh, performance of the script rather than the first. Uh, the big difference between the second and the first is that there's a bit of a blooper at the end, which we'll go ahead and uh, play uh, for you. Uh, but it, uh, it threw many of the original listeners off because they were unclear of the ending. But let's go ahead and we'll take a listen. <coughs>
6: Police department. Oh, I'm I'm sorry. Must have got Police the wrong number. Police
4: Department.
6: Martin speaking. Police Department. Martin speaking. Police Department. Martin speaking.
4: Oh. Police Department. Police Department.
6: I'm sorry. Must have got the wrong number. But, but don't worry. Everything's
0: okay. And definitely a bit confusing. In fact, uh, CBS received all sorts of letters, and they actually had to go on the air and clarify what happened at the end of the episode. At any rate, a very uh, chilling and great classic piece of radio. I hope you've enjoyed Sorry, Wrong Number. All right, well, that will do it for today. Join us back here next Sunday for Video Theater, well, Video Theater the next two Sundays, and then our 2000th episode special. But tomorrow, be sure and listen to Michael Shane. In the meantime, uh, send your comments to box13 at greatdetectives.net and follow us on Twitter at Radio Detective. There is still time to uh, become a Patreon supporter, patreon.greatdetectives.net. And uh, you can also become a one-time contributor over at support.greatdetectives.net. But from Boise, Idaho, this is your host, Adam Graham, signing off.